Good morning. Good to see you. Before we begin to sing this morning in the choir, I know we have a buzz. It's coming from the bass uh, guitar chord, I think we found that. Uh, so I don't know if you can do anything about that. You need to send someone an angel of mercy down here. It would be good. But um, I was made aware uh, last week and I forgot to do it. Um, Susan, would you uh, go over there? that we have a couple of guys that over the last couple of weeks, the two of them together, not on the same day, but they turned 86 years old. And it's Tom Burnett and Jim Bridwell. And so that's just an amazing feat. So I'm going to ask you if you'll just, we'll sing happy birthday, Gene and Tom. How about that?
Amen. Amen. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much Choir. Would you, Would you join, join me in standing, standing today? Ken, Ken Forrester, I thought you had left the building, but there you are on the very back row of being a Baptist. I see. Glad, Glad to see. see. I, was I was a little, little bit worried about, about what, what Joey, Joey was going to preach this morning. This morning. Down, Down at, at the cross, cross let's, let's, let's sing together. together. It, it is, is entirely.
Now, now listen, do you realize what you just saying? What you just saying are these words. You know, Vance Hamner used to say that we tell more lies behind the hymnal than any place else. And, and I, I gotta, gotta say, say that we're singing, singing pretty, pretty good, good, but we, we didn't, didn't look, look much, much like we believed this. this. I'm, I'm possessed of a hope that is steadfast and sure. Since Jesus came into my heart, and no dark clouds of doubt now my pathway obscure. Now listen, isn't that something to shout about? So, so let's, let's sing, sing that, that verse, verse again. again. I'm possessed. Here we go. I'm possessed of a hope that is steadfast and sure. I shall go there to dwell in that city I know. And I'm happy, so happy as I want to go. Listen, when you get to my stage of the game, you start to see the treasures that are there a lot more clearly. And you long for the time when you'll see that and all those folks that you love face to face. What a day it will be.
How do we, if we're going to live an intentional life under Jesus, one of the questions that we have to nail down is what does it really take to serve? God, what does it really take to serve? Well, I won't read the entire chapter, but we're just going to highlight a few things and then we're going to spend some time in the Word today. So look at chapter 12. Nehemiah chapter 12. Page 447, if you have a Bible like mine. And, and so, so now, now the, the, the priests and the Levites, they, they, Nehemiah's bringing all the, the, the leadership together. And, and, and I won't take time to read all those names and the lineage of all those tribes. But that's what's happening in verses 1 through 26. Look at verse 27. And at the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought the Levites in all their places to bring them to Jerusalem to celebrate the dedication with gladness, with thanksgiving, and, and with singing, with cymbals, harps, and lyres. So in other words, they've assembled the leadership together. The, the praise band is all in place. Okay? And so, and so I, I, I know that some folks, folks you know, you, maybe you, you don't, don't like certain instruments, but here's the thing. thing. I think any instrument, instrument can, can be used, used for the glory of God. God. Okay? Okay? And, and so, so they're, they're, they're getting, getting all the instruments, instruments together. together. Verse 31. Then I brought the leaders of Judah up on the wall and appointed two great choirs. Can you imagine twice the choirs that we have here? Okay, okay. So, so think about that. Okay. So, 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 so the, the choirs there. Now there's, there's not just one choir. There's two choirs. I, I love this. This, 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 is, this, is, this is the first time you see. Uh, this, this, this is this is like a stereo. All right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is going to be like, like a stereo. And so there's going to be a choir over here and a choir over there. Then I brought the leaders of Judah on the wall and two great choirs that gave thanks. Don't miss that. What were these? I mean, I mean, it's, it's more than just, just about singing. Hey, hey choir members, you already know this, don't you? you? It, it is more than just about notes and music. Amen. Amen. You're, You're giving, giving thanks to God. God. And so, so he begins to, so he scatters them out. So he brings them together. And so one went to the south of the wall. Verse 38, the other choir of those who gave thanks went to the north. So one to the south and one to the north. Verse 40. So, so both, both choirs of those, those who gave, gave thanks stood still in the house of God. And so, so man, man, here it is. They, they realize that they are before God. God. They're, They're getting, getting ready to sing praises to God. God. And, and verse 43, and they, they offered great sacrifices that day and rejoiced. For God had made, made them rejoice with great joy. And the, and the women and children also rejoiced. And the joy of Jerusalem was heard far away. And on, and on that, that day, day, men were appointed over the storerooms, the, the contributions, the first fruits, and the tithes to gather them in portions required by the law for the priests, for the Levites, according to the fields and towns. For Judah rejoiced over the priests and the Levites who ministered. And they performed the service, don't miss that, and they performed the service of their God and the service of purification. As did the singers and the gatekeepers, according to the command of David and his son Solomon. For long ago, in the days of David, asked, they were directors of singers. There were songs of praise and thanksgiving to God and all Israel in the days of Jerubbabel. And in the days of Jeremiah, gave the daily portions for the singers and the gatekeepers. And they set apart that which was for the Levites. And the Levites set apart that which was for the sons of Aaron. 
Father, thank you today that we could be assembled here in this place. God, God you've given us the help and strength, Lord, to, to assemble, to be here, God, to, to be a part of a small group, to, to sing songs of praise, and now, Lord, to, to be together under the preaching of your word. And so, God, we pray now that the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, would come and truly be our teacher today and open our spiritual eyes and ears to see the truth of God in this text that can have an incredible impact upon the body, right? here at Poplar Springs. Spring. So, Lord, we, we want, want you to speak, and I pray, God, that our hearts are so ready to receive what you have for us today. And so, Lord, we pray that you would speak, and as you speak, I pray that our prayer is, yes, Lord, we will obey. And, Father, we ask that today in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. can be seated. What does it take to serve? You say, Ken, what does it really take? What does it really look like? What do I, what do I need to have? What do I need to do in order to, to minister or to serve, even in the context of this local church? That is a great question. We're in the, the beginning of a new church year, and we're going to need lots of people to, 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 to tap into ministry and to serve. So do you need a seminary degree? Do you, Do you need, need to know, know Greek? Greek? Do you, Do you need, need to know Hebrew? How about an advanced study in biblical theology? Do you have to have those things in order to minister? Well, in some areas, those things could be very, very helpful and useful, but I want you to hear me very clearly today. None of those things are the main thing when it comes to serving the Lord. The only requirement is having our hearts right before God. If your heart is right and my heart is right before a holy God, then you and I can tap into all that God is doing in the ministry of this local church and beyond. So, so in, in the text, text there's so much in this text. text. There's, no one, there's, there's just no one sermon in chapter 12. So what, so what I'm going to do today, I want to highlight three things, and, and we, can, we, can, we can attach these things to service. Number one, service to God requires a pure heart. A pure heart. Look with me in verse 30. Verse 30. And, and the, the priests and the Levites purified themselves, and they purified the people and the gates and the wall. I, I think that's key insight. That one of the things that every servant of God needs to have is a heart that is purified before the Lord. Before they were going to dedicate this wall, there was a time of purification and cleansing. A time of coming clean before God. Maybe you today can remember or perhaps are in a season right now in your life where you are truly seeking God. Doesn't mean that we don't always pursue God or always seek God. But isn't it amazing that there are certain seasons when that seems to be greater intensity than others? 
where God, God really has our attention. And, and, and we, we want, want to see God in every facet. I can assure you that, that I'm definitely in one of those seasons in my, my own life at the present. Seeking God. Seeking to be cleansed from any known sin. Whether that's a thought, a word, a deed, any of those things. Ministry is difficult. Period. Right? Ministry is hard. Period. Period. But, but if, if you, you have, have a divided heart, if you have an unguarded heart, if you've got a distracted heart, it, it makes ministry that much more difficult. As a matter of fact, the psalmist said, if I regard or hide iniquity in my heart, what? The Lord will not hear me. And so, and so if, if I, I want to be used of God, God you want to be used of God, God, one of the things that we have to have as a servant, a disciple of the Lord Jesus is clean hands and a pure heart before God. Jesus said this in Matthew 5, 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Friends, friend, this, this is more than just external purification. We would call that behavior, right? Right? So what, so what we're talking, talking about today, today is more than, than just behavior. It's, it's, an, it's, it's an internal purity of the soul. To be, to be pure means to be clean, to be blameless, to be unstained from guilt. It's, it's a, a word that can mean purified, purified because of fire, or you can, you can be purified because of a prune. Jesus had much to say in John 15 about the branch and the vine and pruning. Ever, anybody, anybody here ever been pruned? Has, has, I'll, I'll say, say it this, this way. way. Has, has God, God ever taken you behind, behind the woodshed? Y'all know, know what that, that is, is, right? I remember when I was a kid, if I ever misbehaved in church, Lord Jesus, if you ever misbehaved in church, my dad would say something like this. Just wait till we get home. My, My dad, dad never forgot, forgot when we when got, got home. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm telling, telling you, you, my dad, dad tore me up. And I, I needed, needed it. Thank, Thank God, God, my dad. dad I needed my dad, dad love because he did me. Amen? Amen? Do you Do know that God, God loves you? Do you, Do you know, know that God, God loves you so much and he, he wants you to have, have clean hands and a pure heart? heart. Listen, he, he loves you so much that he is willing to do whatever it takes for us to be a clean and righteous and pure vessel in his hands for his good and for his glory. It is not that God is mad at anybody, but he loves you so much that he wants you to be right with him in order that you could be an honor, a vessel of honor for for his, his glory. Pure. Pure. But a pure, pure heart. heart. That, that means our thoughts, our desires, our will, our sense of purpose. It, it, it points, points to our character. Pat and I had a conversation, conversation about character this morning. I just, I just look, look at my wife because I, 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 I kind of know what's going on in my mind. You know, we talk a lot. I kind of know what Pat's thinking and all that kind of stuff. For 39, 39 years of marriage, you, you, you better, better know what she's, she's thinking, thinking, right? I mean, I mean you, you know, know there, there's, there's married English that nobody else sees, but I see, see right? right? And so, and so we're, we're getting dressed today, talking about, about some things. things and and I said, Pat, who are you, you going to pull for tonight? The Cowboys or the, or the Buccaneers? Buccaneers? Now, that, that, that means, means nothing, nothing to you, does it? 
so let me explain really, really, really quickly. Number one, my wife hates the Cowboys. Okay? Can't stand them. I grew up loving them, can't shake it. I'm a Cowboy for life. All right? But, but I, I know some that they're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, and recently, we you've probably, probably heard a lot of decisions that, that Tom Brady has made. made. And, and it, it appears as though he chose football over his family. family. And, and that, that fired my wife up. And, and she, she said, I don't know. know. I'm, I'm in, in a dilemma. dilemma. I can't stand the Cowboys, and I don't want to pull for a quarterback that has no character. Just pull for the Cowboys, and it'll be a great night. All right, Character. character. You, understand you understand the heart of what's, what's going, going on here? here? It's, it's not, not just that the singers could sing good. It's, it's just not that the Levites could preach good. You, you, you hear, hear me? me? It, it, listen. listen. All those could be a manifestation of a person's flesh. I was at a Bible conference. And a man was preaching. And it was a fever pitch. I mean, people, people were shouting, they were praising the Lord, and, 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 and a friend of mine sat beside another brother. His name was Manly Beasley. I don't know if you've ever read anything or know anything Manly Beasley. And my friend leaned over to Manly Beasley and asked him, man, this is good. To which Manly Beasley replied, no, what we're watching is the soulishness of a man. Because he knew that deep in his soul that this guy was saying all the right things outwardly, but internally he was as corrupt as corrupt could be. And guess what? The prophet of God was right. So when you're talking about service and ministry, maybe I phrase it this way. What kind of God... Do you, Do you want to serve? serve? Do you, you want, want to serve, serve the Amazon, Amazon God? God? That'll bring, bring you everything that you could wish or hope for? Do you, you want, want to serve the Prozac God that'll make, make you feel good all the time? Do you, Do you want, want to serve the Burger King God, God so you can have it your way? Friend, there's, there's only one God, God of the Bible, and the God of the Bible is not near as interested in my and your happiness as he is with our holiness. And so if we're going to serve the Lord and serve the Lord with gladness, it begins with a heart that is pure and cleansed before God. I didn't say you had to be perfect. I did say you need to be clean. Somebody say amen. Number, Number two, ministry flows best out of the heart of worship. Boy, did you catch all the music and the worship? And I know that music is not the only form of worship, but it is a powerful form of worship. And so you've got the two choirs, you've got all the, 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 the musicians and the singers. I would submit to you, according to verses 31 through 44, that a servant needs a worshipful, joyful heart. Church, it's time to praise the Lord. You've gone through enough mourning. You've gone through enough sorrow. You've gone through enough heartache. You know what time it is? It's time for Potter Springs to get his praise on. 
and to worship God and to praise God. Listen, listen, I don't want you to be some dead carnal church. Don't you hear about the church down the road? A couple, couple months, months ago, ago, they had, had a person. person. It, was it was a terrible, terrible thing, thing, but they, they had, had a heart attack and died right, right there in the church. church. They called 911. They came to, to get, get the person, person but they, they accidentally picked up three before they got, they got the right, right one. one. <laughs> I don't, don't want to be that, that church, church, right? I appreciate Scott's heart today. today. Listen, Listen, any... any I, I just, I just got, got the no hair attitude today, okay? okay? I, I really, I'm, I'm just, just, just going to lay it out there flat. flat. I appreciate your heart today. I'm thankful that you tried to, 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 to prime the pump a little bit more than what, what there was. But, but it's, it's really an indication, indication of what's been happening during, during the week and not about today. today. Friend, Friend, you, you got, got a lot to worship about. about. We've got, We've got a lot, a lot to, praise to praise God, God about. Of all the people in the world that should have a song in their heart and a smile on their face, it should be the saved and redeemed people of God. Church, we're going to heaven. Our sins are under the blood of Jesus. He has broken every chain, every spiritual bondage Jesus has dealt with and conquered at the cross of Calvary. I'm telling you, they, you know what happened here? Their praise was so loud and so strong. I love what this says. And the joy of Jerusalem was heard far away. You know you what I think, think that means? means? I, I think that, that means next, next Sunday morning when we gather to serve the Lord, you, you better come with a singing voice. You, you better come ready to praise. And, and I, I want that praise to be so hot and so loud when somebody's walking down 417, they would have to stop and go, man, something, something's going on in there. It's like, are you preaching emotionalism? I am not. I am not preaching emotionalism. I'm, I'm not, not telling, telling you that you've got, got a phone from your, your mouth or swing from, from a ceiling to, to be spirit-filled. But I am saying this, people who are spirit-filled and full of Jesus, it is hard to contain yourself when you are in His presence. So it's okay to worship. It's okay to praise the Lord. Matter of fact, we're just going to practice that for a second. How about that? So, so on the count, count of three, three, I want everybody here to say, praise, praise the Lord. One, two, three. Praise the Lord. Now, now this time, I want you to shout it. Some of you have never shouted in church, and you're thinking, I cannot believe. I cannot believe we're doing this kind of stuff in the house of God. You did it at that valley. You tried to do it at Willie B. Try it one time to see what happens. One, two, three. And then that make you feel, feel better? better? I mean, I mean listen, listen, see, most of us are, listen, most of us, instead of being inhabited by praise, we're so scared that we're inhibited by what we think other people think of us. I wish, I wish we would get, get like David, David, that we would become, become so undignified in church that we would, now, I'm not talking about all these skittings, right? David just got naked before the Lord, now let's... We've got to have boundaries, amen. We've got to have boundaries. But 
I'm talking about a, 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 a spirit that's, that's, that's free, that's, that's not bound. That, that if, if you, you want, want to raise your hand, hand raise your hand. If you, if you don't, don't talk about saying you have to. If you, if you don't, however you worship the Lord. But, but I, I do, do know, know this, this, this kind, kind of worship, worship right here, even people far away knew that, that something was happening. And, and I, I want, want our praise to be of that kind of, not emotionalism, but, but out, out of a heart that, that has been, been born, born again and saved. You just, you, you, you just, just you hear it. You've been, been outside, outside of the stadium, stadium before, before and you, you, hear the, the, you hear the, the roar, roar of the crowd, and you think, oh, oh man, what, what just happened? happened? That's, That's what, what happened in Jerusalem. They were, they were hearing, hearing it. And, and I, I think people, people around Moore and Duncan and Lyman and, 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 and Roebuck and Woodruff, they need to hear what God is doing. So that, so that also means this. this. Not, Not only should we worship and praise God while we are together in corporate worship, but when you leave this place, that doesn't mean that you put the praise away. Wherever you are, you are to shake and shine. God has called us to be salt and light. It's time to shake and shine. It's time to brag about Jesus. Wherever you are, let your praise go to God. Thank, Thank you, Lord. Lord. Service to God, God requires a pure heart. Ministry flows best out of a heart of worship. And then the last thing I'll say this morning is this. A servant needs a giving heart. Now the text is pretty clear. By the, By the time you get to verse 47, and all the days of the Nehemiah gave the daily portions for the singers and the gatekeepers, and set apart that which is for the Levites, and the Levites set apart that which is for the sons of Aaron. And so you can see, and even the verses before that, the idea of a tithe, a gift they gave, and, and I say amen to all that. I commend you for your giving. But, but I, I want, want to ask you to do, do more than, than just, just give of your finances. Because I, I think that the deeper meaning of this text is that they, they gave themselves away. Think, think about, about that for a second. second. What, what would it really look like in your life if you came to Jesus today and would say, from a heart that is pure, from a spirit of worship, God, I will give myself away today. God, I give you the right to rule and reign in me and three. I, I, we don't, we don't, we don't have, have any up here. And that's okay. okay. But if we, we had, had one, I was going to do something. something. It's, it's okay. okay. I was, I was just going to sit down in an offering plate today. today. I, know I know that right, right now, now because, because of COVID, COVID we, don't we don't necessarily pass the plates. And, and, I, and all that, I look. Some of us like passing the plates, some of us don't. I get all that. Right. I'm just going to tell you, I like it. 
Because, because when, when I, I see, see that, that plate, plate, it is, is more than, than about, about my money. money. Now, do, now, do I, I tithe? Yes. yes. We, are we are still, still members, members at a local, local church, and, and I, I still give. We still, still give to that local church. church. I believe in tithing. I believe in giving. And always have, always will. Not going to stop. But when, when I, I see that, that, plate, that, that plate pass, pass in, front in front of me, of me I'm, I'm telling you, it is more than just about money. Because when, when people, people say things like, well, I just have to pay, pay my tithe. No, you don't pay your tithe, you give you that. And your tithe, we got, we got, if y'all read the Baptist school, there's some crazy things that are getting ready to happen. There's people that's going to start some people for all I, I, I probably can't, can't say, say too much. much. I probably shouldn't have even said that necessarily as an employee of the South Carolina Baptist Convention. But I just happen to know that, that you know, there's some situations where people are wanting to sue the church for their tie back. Number one, it was a gift. Number two, it doesn't belong to you, it belongs to the Lord. I'm just telling you some crazy things happen, which tells me, listen to me, I say all that to say this, that is indicative of somebody who doesn't understand what giving is all about. Giving is not just about your money. Giving is about you. That you would say, Lord, here I am. And whatever you want me to do, I'll do. And I, and I just, I, I, listen, listen I, you, you, you cannot convince me any other way. way. I, I am, am a, such a believer, believer in the fact that if, 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 if you had 80% of a church believing that, we would, we would never have to ask for a volunteer. We would create a volunteer pipeline that you couldn't keep people from volunteering. And, and we, we would, would never, never have, have a nursery worker shortage. We would never have a preschool shortage. We would never have a children shortage or a youth shortage or a senior adult shortage or a choir member shortage or a host shortage or a greeter shortage. Are you with me? If all the body understood their giftedness and said, God, we're going to give this away to you. Oh, there's, oh, there's a, a song. I wish I, I knew all the words, words right now. I'm just, I, can't I can't think of all the words. To give myself away. So, so you, you can, can use me. me. I give myself away. Man, can, can you imagine what, what God can, can do in a church whose attitude, attitude of being, being a servant and a minister of God says, Lord, Give myself away to you. And Lord, you use me any way you choose. So, Lord, speaking to you about serving, could it be that the Lord would speak to you about the lack of service? Are you engaged in ministry right now? Are you engaged in the service of God? I can't answer that for you. You have to answer that for yourself. But today would be 
the, the best, best day to say, say Lord, I'm putting myself in the offering plate. No strings attached. Whatever you have for me, I will gladly say yes. So Lord, today, I pray, Lord, that you would just continue to teach us how that you look at the heart. Or that you know our heart well. And Lord, today you know if we are serving from a pure heart, God, you know if there's any inconsistencies in our life, any hypocrisy in our life. So Lord, today could be a great day just to come clean before you. To say, Lord, we want to serve, we want to be used. And God, I'm asking you to clean and purify my heart today. Maybe you're here today and the Lord has spoken to you about your worship. Do we really worship the Lord God with all of our heart, soul, and mind? Oh Lord, I pray that even now, Oh, God, God, that we would just worship you in spirit and in truth. God, that our praise would overflow. And Lord, I ask you today. Lord, to show us that. Lord, a true disciple really does come to the place that he realizes the only thing that matters is your will. And then, Lord, today, maybe me who have chosen not to serve or to minister for whatever reason, that today would be the day that they would just simply say, God, I give myself away to you today. And whatever you want to do in me and through me, I will trust you for it. And so, Lord, I pray that you would just hear our heart today. Lord, maybe someone needs to be saved today. God, maybe someone needs to join this church today. God, maybe someone just needs to come and to pray and to seek your face. So, Lord, you just do whatever you want to do to bring yourself the greatest measure of glory. And I pray, Father, that there will be such a spirit of obedience and a willing heart displayed today. Lord, it's all about you. And we trust you with it. In Jesus' name. I'm going to ask you to stand on your feet. Brother Scott and our team just leads us today. You might need me. Or you just may need to come find a place around this altar just pray to seek the Lord. Trust Him. Trust Him today. Trust Him.
on here today. Um, a lot of committees, a lot of teams meeting. And I uh, ask you to be in prayer for all of them. Uh, one's going to meet right after this service. Others will be meeting throughout the day. And I pray that our hearts will be so filled with worship that everything that happens in those meetings will be nothing more and nothing less than what God would have. Not what, what we would have, have. What, what he would, would have. On Wednesday nights, we are um, doing, doing a full complement of programming here. Uh, we have a ladies' room and eights study that's going on. We have in, it's in, in room 107. So if any of you went to the wrong room, room last, last week and stay for an hour by yourselves. Come, Come to 107, 107 this week and you'll, you'll make a friend. friend. The, the, or more, more friends. Friends. Also, we, we have our children, children going. Uh, they have music and missions and Bible. And it's fantastic. fantastic. And they're, they're also prepared for some things. things to, they're going to help, help with, with the adults at Christmas this year. We've got a special, special job uh, for them. them. And then in the, in the fellowship, fellowship hall, if, if uh, we would love, love you to come and be a part of the study on the call. call. What has what what is, is Jesus actually called us to? to? After, After a few, few days, days, you'll have people being able, able to tell you that, that if they don't already know. So, so you come, come and be a part. part. We'll look, look forward to it. If you leave today, there'll, there'll be some men at the doors with the offering plates. There'll be the little black boxes under the border code. You may want what? PS 101. Joey, do you want to say it? We have the best PS 101 instructor you've ever seen. He is a giant among men. And uh, Brother Joey, if you are new to us, you want to know what we're about and let us learn more about you, you need to come and connect with him on uh, on Wednesday, Wednesday evenings, I don't know that room number. Huh? Oh, you oh, do, do want to say 111. Come. come. I, I, I didn't think. think. I, I knew I you were going to. Don't, don't preach. preach. No. <laughs> if you, we had a first session this past Wednesday night. We passed out some stuff that y'all, if you haven't, if you went there this past Wednesday night, see me at the um, desk up there. And I'll, and I'll make sure, sure you have, have the information you need. But we've already started and running, and we want to catch you up so that we can, so you so won't be left behind. Don't believe. Stay with me. Just stay with me. <laughs> so, I, I like you, but not that much. So, um, today at 5, I'll probably be rehearsing, and we're working on a brand new Hallelujah, which is a Christmas presentation that we're going to be doing both here and in Henry. Let me share some of our partnership with Henry. Um, we, we started, started men's ministry last, last month. We're going to do that again on the 25th of this month, guys. Well, we're, we're asking your wives to send a dessert with you or for you to go buy Ingalls and pick one up or Spartanburg Bakery or wherever you pick up your sweet stuff. Uh, bring it. And if you bring something sugar-free, you get extra points. Um, and we'll be doing that on the 25th. But, but tonight, the folks in Henry, they're having their second men's. Yeah. So, so you pray, pray for them at six, six tonight as they're, they're doing that. They are singing with us at Christmas. We're, we're going to do the presentation here. We're going to do it in Henry. And, and so, so we're, we're looking, looking forward to that. Next spring, 
We've been asked by Spring Valley Church. You all remember that name, uh, Spring Valley, because when Zach Maston left us, he was Spring Valley Church. He since moved to Columbus, Georgia. The last I heard, he moved somewhere else. No, he's in Columbus, Georgia. And that church uh, called and said, we want to do a mission thing with you. We want to do a concert between our two churches and our choirs, and we want to do it. And uh, would you buy into that? I said, well, I would buy into that if we can do it in because so we're going to, because we have partnership with them and that's a mission endeavor. So we're going to do an outside concert the last weekend in April, and uh, three church choirs. And uh, we need you. I'm tell you ways you can connect with that, even if you don't sing them in the choir. But how you can still have an impact in an entering. Which brings our choir members. So we have folks sitting here today who are past choir members. Um, who have just gotten, gotten out for one reason or another, but you're, you're welcome, welcome, and we need you. And we need you quickly, because, because we're working hard. So please, so please come, we'll welcome you. If you're new, you've never, never been, been with us, you're welcome to. Come, come and make, make some friends, friends. We, have we have a good time, time in there. And the reason, the reason I ask this giant to stand by me for the rest of this time, is because I'd like to ask him to close him. Let's pray again. Father, we are so thankful, Lord, that we have this opportunity, Lord, to worship you in spirit and in truth. Father, I thank you for Brother Ken for bringing the message this morning. I pray, Father, that each one of us will carry this message with us. I know many should have responded, and Lord, I'm not sure what obstacles are in the way, but I pray, Father, that you break those obstacles down. And that you'll free us, Father, to worship you in such a way, Lord, that service will just come natural. Effect from, from the worship, worship that we have with you, Father. And, and Lord, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you'll just use each and every one of us this week for the building of your kingdom. Help each one of us, Father, to keep our eyes on you. And Lord, may we feel your presence, Lord, as we leave this place and as we go to our homes and to our businesses. And may, Father, may we shine the light of your love as we go about doing your will. Send us, Father. May we, May we be, be obedient. obedient. In, In Jesus', Jesus name, name we pray. pray. Amen. Amen.